Sunday, look out for the hottest team on wheels. Mother, Jugs. Stop calling me Jugs. And Speed. You don't call me Speed for nothing. Well, let's hope they don't call you Speed for everything. When you need help, they're always on the job. Mother, Jugs, and Speed. Right after Battlestar Galactica here on ABC. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sounds like some bad movie. All right. Hello, Mr. Wilson. How you doing? Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are and you? And welcome back to Movie Sucktastic. Now spiraling down the hellhole that is 1976. And I want to just say right here now, this was not planned. <laughs> what? Wait, wait. What wasn't planned? <laughs> that we're reviewing... Uh, Bill Cosby in Mother Jugs and Speed. Oh yeah, and then he just got the released. The day after he's been released on a technicality, <laughs> the multiple um, rape. Now I really have to catch up our podcasts because yes, you do. if I don't, then it is a it, it's a lost opportunity. It is really. So now you really got to yeah. start doing something. No, it, 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 I have to do it. I'm not going to do work tomorrow morning at all. I'm going to do our show. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play hooky. I'm gonna level a hole. I mean, I have to do some tents because I'm having a barbecue on Saturday because it might rain oh, a little my. bit out here. Yeah, so that's how that's how that's how far it's gone now. You're you're putting tents up for barbecues. Well, if it rains, I mean, what am I gonna have? Like, no, I sit, sit out I'm in the rain. <laughs> gonna sit out in the rain. You guys, um, really rushing, you guys are really rushing into the whole uh, COVID's over. Let's just hang out together thing. The, well, everyone's vaccinated here. <laughs> Let's see how that new strain goes. Apparently, Pfizer and Moderna are like over eighty percent effective against it. That's 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 not a hundred. That's good. <laughs> that's not a hundred. Yeah, yeah, but what is? But what is? Nothing I, I, is. I, all right. Well, anyway, so, uh, speaking of atrocities, uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I, I, you know, we 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 had a we had a listener who kind of dropped off a while back and he had a real a real weird fascination with bill cosby and 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 this is if, if he if we hadn't already kind of parted ways this show would do it uh probably yeah uh probably. i mean because we are going to talk about bill cosby in a uh, normal sense not just the film sense but um be- before bill cosby was uh released it was my turn to challenge joey and uh, joey got a little snotty and so i decided to punish him and we did mother jugs and speed Wait, refresh my memory. Why did I, I get I, snotty? I forget. I was, I was. You said something, and I was like, "Oh, well, then fuck you." We're going to do Mother Jugs and Speed. I forget what it was now. It no, was I did, no, no, no. That's not what it, it was. was. Trivial. It, 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 yes, if we're both involved, it was. It was. Yeah, it was something very <laughs> trivial. And I well, was like, I think I said trivial. something along the lines of, "I thought it was like the Duchess and the Dirtwater Fox," and I got the name oh, that's wrong. Right, yeah. And you're like, "No, <laughs> Mother right. Jugs and Speed." <laughs> That's not. He's stupid. I'm sorry. I didn't... <laughs> it's, 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 you grab your monocle while you yelled at me. I mean, Jesus. Um, well, that's, that's, actually, there's. Oh, and by the way, real quick, on the screen right now is Bill Cosby getting that vibrator massage, which I said I was like, I haven't seen this movie in a hundred years. I could swear this is the movie where he gets a vibrator massage, and it was. Mm-hmm. And it was. So I was happy oh. when that scene came on. I'm like, yes, I remember this scene. It's like one of those scenes that you just remember because, you know, I'm a kid and I probably shouldn't have been watching it. 
Although the film is rated PG. And speaking of confusing films, I had to share this real quick. The other night, uh, I, I turned to Holly and said, you know, uh, I got a quiet place, too, if you're interested. And she, she just kind of, like, shrugged and then, yeah, I don't care. I mean, what do they do now? They, they, they leave the, the blind hospital or the blind school? <sighs> like, do you mean Bird Box? She's like, yeah, same thing. <laughs> no. I was like, all right. No. Quiet Place is a great film. It really is a great film. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the second film. Interested to see. Now, I wasn't looking forward to this. Um, I, I remember as a kid... Well, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do... I'm just going to hop on what you just said. You were not looking forward to reviewing Mother Jugs and Speed. No, I wasn't looking forward to watching it. I wasn't looking forward to anything involved with this movie. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is before we get to the end, before we give it a rating... I really enjoyed this movie. Really? I I really enjoyed the film. Wow. I, hmm. I, it, surpri- okay. it surprised me, too. You know, I, I remember very little from when I was a kid, but I remember as a kid, like, I, I knew Bill Cosby was in it, but then there was no humor, so I was like, wasn't interested. Um, right. I mean, there hmm. there are some elements of humor. And there is. There, it's a dark, very dark humor film. Yeah, I thought this was going to be more on the humorous side and i was and maybe it's just because i like movies that are more with dark humor maybe that's why i enjoyed it uh as much as i did yeah and the 70s is a weird time period uh and one of the big things was that every time they did some kind of police procedural or some kind of like life on the streets thing they always tried to make it as realistically gritty as possible um, yeah. Like you, the freebie and the bean, which was around the same time. Same thing with that. Um, Clute, like they went out of their way specifically to, to show New York as being ugly and horrible, a place to live. Yeah. Uh, you know that was back in the good old days when New York was a hell. Yeah. And now <laughs> and now it's a postcard. Uh, yeah, the certain sections are still the same, yeah. but for the most part, One, yes. Yeah, and, and, and probably part of it comes from what you're looking for in a film. Because I'm watching this now. You know, now I'm 47, and this film came out when I was. What? Four. Uh, three. Three. Three or four? Four? No. Three. No, three. 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 Um, I don't remember. Uh, so I, I, I do recall bits of this on TV as a kid, but again, I just wasn't interested. Um, 20 years later, I'm watching this, and, and like a halfway through, I'm like, I know why this film's bugging me, because I want it to be DC Cab, and it feels like DC Cab. It has all the elements of DC Cab. By the way. DC Cab. Did DC Cab rip off? Mother Jugs and Speed because they did they did it right. By the way, if we were th- we if we were with our old format, that would be the next film up. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah but right? uh, DC Cab came out seven years later. Came out in nineteen eighty three. Well, we've already re- uh, what's the, we've already reviewed all the Bill Cosby films now, haven't we? Ooh, uh, yeah. Ghost Dad, Mother Jugs and Speed. Ghost Dad, Mother, Mother Jugs Speed. Leonard Part Six. Leonard Part Six. The Devil and Max Devlin. Devil and Max Devlin. Uh, I think that's like as far as like just mainstream movies, that's it. And that was something I came up. Um, I, I met. I Holly wasn't watching. Was we? Did, I'd watched this by myself because I knew it was not going to be enjoyable. Um, uh, I, I I brought it up. I said it's weird that Bill Cosby, if you care, if you compare him to like, uh, um. Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor. Okay. Um, like, Bill Cosby has, he's like, who's like a very famous stand-up comic, went on to have a hit TV show, like a household name, does not have one good film to his name. No. None of them. No. Richard Pryor, much, 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 much. And and it, it just... Like, I, th- I think what, uh, I think the difference between the two is Bill Cosby always tried to keep it cleaner uh, then, then, then prior, he didn't care if it was an R-rated film, and I think those films yeah. tended to be better written and better made because they had a lot more freedom for the screen. If, so, if, 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 if I may be so bold, I would also uh, posit that Bill Cosby stayed clean because he was eager to sell out to the mainstream, you know, I mean, like Hollywood or, or anything. Sure. That's why. So that's why you know he's. He doesn't go around cursing. That's why he's an I spy, and that's why you know all the, all those other appearances in the Bill Cosby show that he tried and didn't work. 
And, and then he tried to make it too realistic. Um, so I, I think that's one reason why he stayed clean. And I, I did, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. Cause, cause as a, I remember being a child watching the Bill Cosby show and laughing. Oh, same here. And enjoying it. Of course. I guarantee if I went back and watched those shows, I, I, the, hum, the the laughs would be dropped by a huge percentage. I, I, I don't... Yeah, and, yeah, well, I have watched, I mean, because they still do, they do have his show in syndication still, even with yeah. all the allegations and the prison sentence, they still play his show. Oh, and I have, and no, I have no problem with that. It's, well, I'm just saying it's still on, yeah. Well, I'm... I'll, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I don't have a problem with that. You know, I, I can separate the guy being a complete creep pervert and I, from, oh, yeah, I like this show. Right. No, I, I, I'm the same way. Um, and I don't, I don't ever remember watching as a, as a kid and, like, laughing. Mm. Well, when I say kid, I, I think I was in middle school at the time. When it was, yeah, I was probably, for me, I was probably 10, 11 years old. So, but the thing is, I don't. I remember. I, I I remember watching it as a kid, and I always thought it was funny. I never thought it was like like super laugh out loud funny. Mm -hmm. So when I watch it now as an adult, I probably still find the same parts funny, and probably in the same way. I don't know. It's, it's like I, I feel like as I get older, I have to I have to be consciously aware of the fact that I'm viewing through a prism of of age and. Um, uh, not not to sound too full of myself, but of um, oh, I if, I would sound full of myself if I had the word I was just thinking of, but uh, <laughs> more uh, like like tastes become more distinguished. Well, sure. Uh, and also think you see. Were you things... thinking of the word superior? No, no, not at no. all, not at all. <laughs> okay, um, just making sure. Well, I mean, like like I, uh, there was this racist comic book store owner. Um, that I used to know, and and, and, and I mean, we we had the conversation once where he he would like he was like shitting on the comedy in general, saying it's too easy to be comedy, comedy's too easy, and it's not funny anymore. And looking back, I re I really think I was like, well, it could be that it, that comedy itself is is not a is not a <laughs> is, is an inferior form, and it's not actually worth any time. Or or it could be really that you you've already lost your humor. It's and, and, sure, it's and, possible. And so I, I, I'm trying to remain open to the idea that I might have lost some sense of humor of my childhood. I feel like I've captured. I think I'm still a child today. I think I've really maintained most of it. But when you you know look at stuff like this, it's like, all right. Uh, as a kid, it was too adult for me, and as an adult, I still don't like it. So you know, is it me? Am I filtering it because of Bill Cosby? Uh, I don't know. It's it's very it's it's a question to ask, you know. I don't. Yeah, no. Uh, it's an interesting question at that as yeah. well. But anyway, this um, this shitty film. This um, shit. I enjoyed this shitty film. What, what, I, was I, it the rape? Was it the was the, it the humorous rape? <laughs> I, you know, Larry Hagman. Um, you know what I kept thinking the whole time I'm watching him talk and or listening to him talk, is what? that Bill Hader sounds just like him, in this yeah. movie. Uh huh. I was just like, Definitely. so I it, it was so much in fact that I was like, I know Bill Hader was born in like Oklahoma or something. I'm like, is Larry Hagman from Oklahoma? Like, is that like a like like, like an accent that's that's in, in in that area? And of course, Larry Hagman was just acting. He doesn't sound like that at all. Right. He's born in you know Fort Worth, Texas or something. Um. So obviously the two do not match. But I was just like, Larry Hagman's character. Uh, uh, what is his name? Mc, um, Murdoch. 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 What a creep! What a, what <laughs> He's a basically creep. the creep that Bill Cosby was later. <laughs> Almost. Well, when he's talking to him, when he's talking to Harvey Keitel, when he's talking to Speed in the car, and he's talking about uh, with the two thirteen-year-olds, he goes, "How about you? How about you? Uh, what did he say? He was like, you pretty you much put them says, both together, and it's, you put them both together, and then twenty-six. He, well, he said, how about you both hang out with me or like do something? It was, I forget yeah. exactly what he said, but it was sexual in, in, in connotation, like what he said. And he goes, how about you both do whatever and I'll, th I'll just say you're 26. <laughs> it's like he's talking about having sex with two 13-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, then he actually tries to rape someone. Then he know? tries to rape someone that's unconscious because they, they go to a, um, they go to a Code 3 yeah. so to pick up this woman that's ODing. I think part of the reason I didn't enjoy the film is the direction. I think it's very static, establishing shots without much movement or 
And, and I think that's part of it. Well, cause I'm just thinking about Larry Hagman. There's the scene where they pick up the the wrestler, the female wrestler, right. and he starts trying to feel her up. Ha! Huh, that's so funny. He tried to grab her by the pussy. That's <laughs> just you know. <laughs> and then she gets him in a headlock, and I'm wa- and I, I'm honestly watching this thing. I know I'm supposed to be laughing. I I know like this like it, and I feel like if it was, if it was done differently, I would have been. Um, see. I, this is what I so we review so many movies, so many bad movies, especially since we've been in the 70s. This wasn't in my opinion as formulaic. Like the the, no, the like not like for that. instance, like for instance, uh most of the 70s films that we reviewed have horrible music. Whether it be songs, opening uh titles, uh, music during the film and titles uh, but it's bad music throughout the entire film often this right. movie it had like that 70s kind of disco kind of music and yeah, then it had it at the end it. it had it at the end and that was pretty yeah. much it for the bad 70s style music it did not go with that I like seven- the opening music. I'm not saying I didn't like it I'm I- saying that they didn't do it the entire time. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, it didn't I, I, follow that formulaic 70s TV movie uh, you know, style that most of these movies we're reviewing have. Now, I, I'm correct in thinking 76. We're talking recession, right? Uh, I don't... Well, I mean... No, I think the... Res- I'm not a histor- historical... Recession, at least the the real estate one... That really like was affected by it. That well, no, there that, was a recession in the seventies. Though there was a gas. I thought it was late seventies, and it moved into the early eighties. I don't believe was it? it was happening yet in seventy six. I want to say that happened in seventy eight, seventy nine. Huh? Yeah, it's hard to tell because like I'd have to look it up. I don't know, but like the whole all these seventy films, even like ones I like, like these, like um. Not DC Cap, like uh, used cars. Oh yeah, I love used, and so and I feel like so there's not a disconnection here because I like used cars, and, and used cars is just as disgusting humor and just as lowbrow. It's not an intelligent film; it's a no. fun film. No, it's fun. Somehow that film's got me ball, la- you know, laughing my balls off. Mother Jugs and Speed. I'm just e- even. Oh, Reco Welch, what you want to you want to get this guy's dick out of his zipper? I and they did it, and like it's just the setup's supposed to be funny, and I'm just like not laughing. See, I didn't find myself laughing. I found myself but, well, smiling. I mean, not enjoying it. Let me, let, me, let me rephrase it. I wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't like, ha, 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 you know. I just, I mean, Larry Hagman, I feel like a lot of the film, they were expecting the, the actors to do, like, to carry the film. Right. Because the script is not, I mean, and also the script is very theme-focused. I mean, like, if you look at DC Cab, for example, just look at, like, uh, um, Everybody, it's everybody speaks in non sequiturs. They're not all themed. All right, the one guy has a problem. Like, like, like everything that they talk about has to be with that character's problem. Is Larry Hagman's got to constantly be talking about sex? Why? Well, because he's the sex pervert that rapes people. Okay, and then so then Speed has to talk about nothing like being a cop and just drugs and problems. Why? Right. Well, because he's Speed. It's like. Can, can we just like get some like regular conversation? And then when they do set pieces, like, all right, here's a whole scene. Get this: Bill Cosby's going to eat a hamburger with mayonnaise on it, <laughs> and we're going to talk about this for a good five minutes. And he's not going to do anything funny. He's not going to have anything interesting to say about this. We're just going to—it's just going to be the scripted palaver that is not. It's just, it's just like mildly amusing. I, I real I, life is funnier than this. I think you're really and laying into this film more than I, it than it deserves i well maybe later it, my my opinion will be overturned by a, like a um a complication and you know and then i'll have to say yes but no i just well you know i expect i expect something i expect some kind like and all, again like i said the whole setup is like right out of all right we're gonna get some madcap group of people together so how madcap are they Here's how madcap they are. The guy that owns the place is going to be talking to him like he's Patton. Please have a football, and they're not going to be interested. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but I need more than that. I need, you know, it, 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 the I, I I I put it firmly on the on the shoulders of the screenwriter, um, who was Manco, who actually drove with ambulance drivers and got great stories, and then somehow 
turn into this boring. <laughs> I, I I'd like them to remake this, but Bill Cosby instead of that other guy. They kind they kind of did. Uh, no, I, isn't DC, DC Cab? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean DC Cab is taxis. This is ambulances, and I was gonna go yeah. with the the Scorsese film with Nicolas Cage. Um, that was Bring all out the dead. right. Oh, bringing out the dead. Bringing out the dead. And I was I read the book too, by the way. So um, I mean, I'm not saying that's a, a remake of this, but if you want to well, watch no. an ambulance film that has elements of comedy, well, but is mostly serious, Bringing Out the Dead is the one you're going to want to watch. Well, since you've already so and and wait till you hear the second half. What I was going to say now okay. was that they should remake this, but Bill Cosby's partner driving has to be Nicolas Cage from Bringing Out Your Dead. So thank you for stepping on that. So and and it's Bringing Out the Dead. <laughs> Whatever, whatever the fuck it is. Bring out your dead. That's Monty Python. I mean, come, it's come on. It's called ruined. It's called ruined. That's what it's called. It's ruined. Good. I'm glad because you're you're too hard on this movie. We've watched so many shit movies, and this one I think you're too hard on. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, besides, I, I honestly, the only part I actually laughed out loud in is when Bill Cosby's got the prostitute on his back with dildos in his ears, and <laughs> and, and he's giving a B a B12 or whatever B12 shot, shot to the prostitute. And she says, "Yeah, no, none of that, no, none of that uh, funny business. That, um, funny like business, last time. like last time." And I'm like, "Oh!" <laughs> and he's like, oh, "Honey, definitely. if you can't tell the difference by now," and then he puts the needle in her ass. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, this is fitting for the day after that he was released for multiple allegations of sexual abuse. <laughs> yeah, over a technicality, no less. Apparently, yes. Ah. <sighs> uh, I mean, what, what was what was what was your favorite part of the film? Then, if you enjoyed the film, I like what's. My favorite part is, my favorite part is, it's not a part, it's the fact that it is dark. The fact that it does go to those areas. Like the, like when they go up to that one call and the but girl comes to the door with a gun on Bruce Davidson's character yeah. um, and she's like, I need drugs. And he's like, listen. We don't have those kind of drugs, but I can get you drugs. And she's like, "I anything you got, Demerol, blah, blah, blah. She runs down a laundry list. And he's like, listen, we're not equipped for those kind of... Like, that scene is yeah. very dark, very real. Yeah, and then she calls him a liar. Funny. It's not supposed to be funny. And I, I liked... Know, but, but the thing is, I... Here's what... Here's the thing. I was pleasantly surprised... That I thought I was going into this movie and it was going to try and be some shitty 70s, you know, comedy with bad music and... But that's and what it promises. I haven't seen this movie in forever. I mean, like, just the trailer, the opening credits, like, the, you know, how... It's promises. It's promised as the wacky a a exploits of the yeah. ambulance drivers. And my point being is I'm happy it wasn't. And I think that's why I enjoyed it but more. It, but it's not consistent through the film. Again, we start off with the wacky, uh, the, the wacky uh, ambulance owner with the football and the checker pants talking like Patton, and no one's listening to him. Right. And it says, "Oh, how does this place is a madhouse." Then we go to the, the then we go to the uh, the apartment where the guy's dead on the fucking bed and the girl's strung out in the corner. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, and I like that. I go, I was. You can't go from far side to boondocks. Back. Why not? It's it's about ambulance drivers going on uh, on calls. But it's, it's some calls you might go in there. You got a guy's dick cutting a zipper, and another one you might show up where a junkie is no. dead. No, but the 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 consistency of reality, like DC Cab, is consistent all throughout. It's dark and gritty, yes. But does is does Mr. T deal with real strip real prostitutes on the street? No. Is that really as dirty as DC? Because he's no. a cab driver, not an but, ambulance no, driver. No, but there's still prostitutes in the film. Of course there is. Seeing. But right, these right. are ambulance drivers. These are EMT. They this is what they they deal with on a daily basis. So it can so, But so my point is no, no. you can go to one call and it could be something comedic and you could go to that the very next call no, right no, after no. that and it could be something serious. No, no, I'm not talking about the type of jokes. I'm talking about the reality, the tone of the reality. It keeps going from madcap to dead serious or, or to, to dead realism you have to choose one if you're going to do dead realism you do it all the way through there are tons of movies with debt with dead with straight realism with dark humor that i love the long goodbye i've often prayed that's that's like it has a film has a straight theme and tone throughout this one goes from ace ventura 
to like the cable guy and you can't you can't maintain that i, I, that, I think that's part of the reason i didn't like it well i i know what you're saying but there are plenty of films that do this where yeah, like, here's the madcap chase where all the ambulance drivers go to the same place and the kooky guy's got a gun all right here's the part where we shoot them dead and the swat team's all upset it's like there's no the tone keeps shifting i i, I enjoyed the shift i did no, I. I did. I liked. I liked being amused in one scene and then going, "Wow, that fucking got real fast." In the next, I in, I enjoyed that. Like when, okay, so uh, before when I was talking about them going to the one call and the woman goes to the door with a gun asking for drugs, right. and then she basically tells him he's a liar and then she sh- shoots him right in the chest, dead. Yep. Like mm-hmm. as real as you can get. Yep. Do you know that's Tony Basil? Who's Tony Basil? Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. Hey, Mickey, Mickey, you're so oh, no, fine. I didn't, no, I didn't that's Tony that. Basil. Hey, okay. Mickey, you're so fine. You're fine. Well, whatever that song is, that's she sings that song. That's okay. Tony Basil, like probably a good seven, six, seven years before that song I became that famous. Song, that song should have been playing in the background. Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> I'm getting it wrong, I'm sure. <laughs> but anyway, that's Tony Basil because I, I did a little homework on the movie. Just a little. Um, and I, it came up, and I was like, holy shit, that's Tony Basil. That's interesting. Yeah. Tried to have an acting career, ended up in a band. So, but I did, I, I enjoyed, I, and I, you're going to like my challenge. It's a classic, by the way. And I, a, I think I we mean, should it's review like the it. Golf, the golf course scene. What about you know? it? I mean, here's like let's let's like I think Caddy like Caddyshack's an example too. I know it's a different kind of comedy, but it maintains a a, a tone, a constant tone, a, a, a level of reality. Right. And I, I, again, I, I just have to go back to that. I mean, we're going back and forth from uh, Bill Cosby mugging faces while a prostitute dildos his ear. Uh, then we're gonna go have him like uh, talking down Raquel Welch because she saw a baby die in an ambulance. Like, what the fuck is going on here? What? I mean, <laughs> It's just, I, I'm okay with one or the other. Well, you know what's but, interesting about that scene that you bring it up? They yeah. keep talking about how two people Nothing. died no. in the ambulance. Yeah. And during the scene, they... See, I took it because the baby sa- sounded like the baby survived. Right. Okay? Because when she was first delivering that baby, that baby was not crying. And I was like, are they going super real? Because a lot of times, the baby will not make noise until the umbilical cord's cut. Okay? Um, but the baby started crying as the mother started hemorrhaging, okay? And then the mother dies. Shoot to the next scene. Bill Cosby is talking about how they were not equipped for that. Even if there was a doctor there, he wouldn't have been able to do anything because they don't have that kind of stuff in the ambulance. Right. And then they started talking about how two people died in the, am- in the ambulance. But Bill Cosby says, well, you saved the child. I mean, that's an exact quote. He goes, they're you talking sa- about the other guy that dies earlier, the one with Kaitel, the old guy they were transporting. Right. That's what they're talking about. Okay. Because what I was trying to figure out... Again, I'm not surprised that the screenplay has lacked clarity at some point. Because <laughs> I was watching and I was like, wait a minute, are they talking about the guy earlier? Because the way they said it was like two people died tonight. And it was like that scene wasn't so far removed, but it was far enough removed where I kind of forgot about it, and I was like, "Wait a minute, are they kind of, are they kind of going deeper into this dialogue? Meaning, like she died because someone died on her?" And I was like, "Wait a minute, the movie's not that smart." I enjoy the film, but it isn't that smart. Yeah. So, but the baby did not die. I mean, like, even parts that are supposed to be humorous, like, "Oh, Bill Cosby has this thing where he likes to he likes to run the sirens and attack the nuns as yeah. they're crossing the street." <laughs> I, I I know I should be hilarious. The concept of it as a whole, but see, I, I never just, found anything hilarious. I just no. found myself smirking, like I enjoyed the Barely. scene. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even smirk again. Again, I, I smirked with the dildo scene, but for totally wrong the reasons. Oh, for they didn't the expect. wrong reasons, of course. Yeah. <laughs> But Larry Hagman, actually, you know, I, I like some just because he he's, he has a natural. He was much he was funnier than Bill Cosby was. And I know I, I know Bill Cosby wasn't trying to be funny in a lot of scenes. Right. But uh, again, that's because he was he's trying he's playing it straight. He wants to actually do something. Uh, Not, yeah. So, I mean, it kind of sounds like we're we're done. And I was going <laughs> to have the 
I was going to have the, the dildo picture behind me, but I was covering Bill Cosby, and it looked like she was putting it in my ear, and I wasn't happy with that. So I, that's why I want the ambulance background. See, I would have loved that. I think that would have been great. Yeah, I, I, I think I mean, that's a missed opportunity. It, the film has a lot. I, I think the problem is like there's a lot of times where you just can't tell if it's trying to be funny or not. Like that whole sequence at the golf course is like, yeah, I, I know we're going for humor in some of this, but I just can't see how. Right. And and then the time and then there are other times where, OK, yeah, I understand totally. Uh, you know, they're ribbing each other. It's like it's, It doesn't feel natural. It's just like it's totally scripted and nobody's laughing and nobody's having fun. And, you know, like, like the I don't know, dry works, but but weary dry doesn't work. You know, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you, know what you what mean. I, I do know what you're saying. I do know what you mean. I, I, I just but if, if the film. If the film wasn't supposed to be like again this like madcap romp of a crazy ambulance company, if it wasn't supposed to be that, and was actually supposed to be something like like a representation of the real world, uh, I probably I don't know. Then I'd still be pissed. They're like, okay, great, but then the cop falls for Harvey Keitel with bandages around his head. Oh, oh, thank God you're here. I said, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> High speed car chase. And then like they see that, like oh, then everything's legit. Totally legit. I, I again. I, I I don't even think anything that's not good with this film is Bill Cosby's fault. I I think I just think the I don't the screenplay I think was very poorly written, and I think the actors were expected to fill up the gaps, uh, and it didn't work. Right. I I'd, I'd rather go watch Freebie and the Bean again, which suffers from some of the same problems. By the way, I don't think, I don't I I don't I don't think I've ever seen that. It's not. It's it's again. These films weren't really widely loved. That's why no one talks about them right. much anymore. I mean, I mean, Bill Cosby. Everybody mentions the Cosby Show. They don't mention Mother Drugs and Speed. No. I mean, but if you bring up Richard Pryor, you're going to be talking about um, Stir Crazy. You're going to be talking. About, I mean, you know, shit. You're going to be talking but, you know, about Stir Crazy. You're going to be talking loose. about Busting Loose. Uh, yeah. Car even Car Wash. You'll bring up. You yeah, know. Even that. The that toy. Which, by the way, the French version of the remake of the toy comes out in 1976. Yeah. So, have I have not. It, so, it, so the thing it, is, I not, think it's not bad, but it's serious. It's like a serious film. So, I think the way that works is, can we challenge the French film and do a double like the toy and that, or do we need to get to 1981 to get to the toy to review the 76 French film? I think we have to wait to, to get to 1981, to right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because you can't go to you can't go into the future. That's yeah. If, if if we're going back to do a double, that's okay, but not forward. I think that's fair. Okay, okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, okay. Why? Are, why is, my, is your challenge to me going to be a double? You're scaring me here. It, it is not going to be a double. It absolutely is not. I was thinking. Oh, everything's falling apart. I'm sorry. I was thinking um, about it, but I just don't feel like doing it. Well, because well, the, the double, the movie, there's the film, there's one film, it's from 1976, and then the other one's from like 2018, which is the remake. And I'm like, you know what? I just don't feel like watching the one from 1976. I don't think I even want to review it. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I, was, I really don't think I do at all. Before before we're done with Jug, Mother Jugs and Speed, which, by the way, Oxford comma, bitch, um, <laughs> uh, Raquel Welch yes. in the film. Uh, she was very eager to get the role, and I understand why because it's a very emancipating role. But oh, there's Tony Basil. The same, what? <laughs> you have a slide of Tony Basil with the shotgun. Oh yeah. Hey Mickey, you're um, so fine. You're so fine. You're it's fine. A very, hey, it's a very Mickey. positive pro-feminist, uh, you know, role, and I understand why she wanted to do that. Uh, but at the same time, there's so much rapey humor going on here. <laughs> are, are you really helping? playing field at all or sure is it, I mean, she does tell them to stop calling her jugs uh, yeah 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 i mean uh, the sec believe me the sexual harassment in the office is the most believable thing of the film especially <laughs> from, from 76 yeah i guarantee i guarantee this is like ripped right out of the uh yeah. his week-long rides with the ambulance drivers is that oh you you degrade you degrade your own your female staff oh okay i'm gonna write that in there um but I, I, yeah it's just it, and I hate to sound puritanical, but again, like there the was the humor was so just like, all right, yeah, he's he, he's rapey, yeah, that's, very, that, that's very, the, very rapey. I mean, and again, like, I, I the one thing I, I didn't get to mention was like I said, they're not keeping the tone, 
Right. And then, and then the dialogue is boring. Like they're like they're not talking about anything. Everything they talk about it has to do with the focus of their character. I mean, if you, I just go to the DC cab and look at, um, God damn it, Gary Busey. Oh sure. Just the shit that comes out of his mouth. It's like it doesn't have to happen. Oh man, I think my favorite line in that whole movie is the joke that he tells the boss's wife, which is, uh, what does he say? He's like, uh, you know, do you know what the worst thing about uh, sixty nine is? The view. The view. <laughs> no, that I, maybe. maybe I, or is it the worst thing about getting a blow or giving a blowjob? I think it was I, something along those lines. But it was from the yeah. woman's perspective, and he's like right. the view, and he says it like twice. It's hilarious. I think, I think my favorite, and I think my uh, Holly's been doing needlepoint. I think I want her to do needlepoint for this. Is his um, uh, if I'd wanted responsibility, I'd have become a goddamn sex surrogate. <laughs> probably, probably a lot of words for that, but I think it'd be worth it. Yeah, maybe a I pillow. Mean, you know, it's gonna have to, yeah, it's gonna be a, a bed pillow. And then of course, and then of course, all you gotta do is put on a fish costume and blow the man. <laughs> Just words of wisdom scattered. I mean, I mean, the the thing with DC, like the the characters were funny. I don't know. It's just I, I I'm comparing it to a film ten years later. Uh, You're also comparing it to a film where people drive, for a but, but different careers and different vehicles. I, again, stop bringing that up because that's not what it's about. I'm not talking about the occupations and stuff. We're talking about the the films theme and tone that's what yeah, I'm talking I, I about. get it but I think it does need to be brought up because they are two different films no because they, they again I'm gonna repeat myself mother jugs and speed sells itself as like a DC cab but when you get in it's not here's the thing it's more like a freebie in the bean I understand I understand and freebie the bean freebie in the bean sold itself as being a DC cab type cop film and it, it's not it's, I it's understand that that's what the trailer did but I can guarantee you that the it was never intended to, to be seen that. that way. The opening credits do that. The opening credits and that song gets... You tell me any other time in the film where you're as hyped up as that song. That song is the high point of that film. Yeah, the end everything credits. Everything else is just... Because they play the same song. Sitting. Yeah, but it's... I, I'm, I'm sure it was never intended to be what the trailer perceived it to be. I'm sure it was I, written I, differently. I'm sure it was it was directed with with that intention. I partly agree with you. I don't think the film ever intended to be anything except a three million dollar film. I and, and I didn't even watch the trailer for this. I didn't even watch the trailer for this. I went in blind because I haven't uh, seen it in forever, and I never saw the whole thing. I've only seen bits and pieces. Like I remember the scene, the slide that's on the screen now, the dildo ma- check out, uh, check massage. Out the poster. It's like, check out the movie poster. It's like yes. an Animal House movie poster. Uh, yes. And this, is, this is a problem with the 70s as a whole, too. It's not just this film. I, I'm not dumping, I'm not, you know, I'm not dumping on every film we watch in the 70s. No, I understand that. I mean, yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying, I'm trying to make, because you're making me sound irrational here, and I'm trying to... No, 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 I just don't agree with the oh, hate. Oh, we definitely don't agree. Yeah, we yeah. don't agree. So I think yeah. rating this, which we should do now, because I think we're done reviewing the film. I think review, I think rating is going to be easier than we think. Well, it's currently a 5.9 on IMDb. Uh-huh. And... Don't even. Don't what? Go ahead. I want to... How many would, stars? I would... I want to... I would... I want to round up to a six. No. Yes. No, this film deserves a five. No. Serves a five. There are I much guess. shittier movies that we've given a six than this. This film, this film is standard. There's nothing exceptional about this film. This film was like any other 70s. I just apparently enjoyed miserable. it way more than you. I, I, I gave in for you for the other film where you wanted a different a different score than me. I think you wanted lower. I, I'm, I'm calling that. I feel like I earned this one. Okay. <laughs> I think I've defended my position on this enough for a five. I'm not trying to knock it down to a four. Well, I think I, I defended I it enough to get a six. Anything. Yeah, I don't think this deserves anything above a five. Five is standard, and I nothing in this film, including Bill Cosby, goes past standard. I'm going to allow your five, but oh, are you? Obvi- yes, I am. But obviously, we're going on record because the podcast will live forever. That I believe that it is better than that. I believe it is at least a six. No. Yes. No. Absolutely. That's All the right. Funniest line in the film. 
the funniest line in the movie? It's got to be the 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 you know the thirteen year old line. It's got to be that line where he's just like, "Hey, how about you? T- how about you two uh, sleep with me, and I'll pretend you're twenty six." Yeah, I think I proved. I think I proved my case. No, right. you did not. Stop All right, it. We're rating it five stars. Five, five. <laughs> Stop it. I do like when the guy's leg falls through the stairs and he ends up with rabies. <laughs> well, even that, even that, with the whole scene, and then the like the lady, with the she, she's on the gurney and she does the whole Three Stooges thing where she goes down the stairs and the street and she's right. going around cars and stuff. That should have ended in death. I thought it did the way she hit that car. <laughs> right, but so again, she doesn't. Right? No, of course and it's like not. All comic-y, so okay, we're we're in that kind of reality. Then we get all rapey again. Well, yeah. You know, again, like it's th- all in that, a night's work. No, but there's lack of realism versus realism, and I think, that. I, I, you, you, again, I I think it, this job, be, this job can go no, from though like no, it, comedy to a, serious, it just no, in a in a in a heartbeat. Yeah, but within reality, I'm saying that the the the, the heavy. Bl- oh, by the way, she's heavy. She's heavy and black, and we have to lift her. <laughs> But beyond that, so they drop her. She goes down three flights of stairs into the street, swerves around a car and a truck. This is nowhere based in reality. This is madcap. This is madcap reality. I'll agree that that scene is that way. It does not fit in reality. You can't put that scene in the same film as we found the dead kid and and the woman strung out on drugs. And you can't put in the scene where the driver gets shot by the drug dealer. It's too serious versus a madcap reality where things can't happen. I'm sorry. I, it's like talking animals. I draw a fucking line. And again, it's New York City. I think no. it's a lot weirder than you're giving no. it credit for. No, we're not talking weird. We're talking impossible, s- madcap surreal, surreality, like the, the, the madcap chase down the street on the gurney. Yeah. Again, that's like out of a Jerry Lewis movie. And that's fine in a Jerry Lewis movie. You don't put it in Bringing Out the Dead. Or whatever it's called. <laughs> Mother Jugs and Speed. Yeah. Um, I don't agree that's with that. that. I know, I know. And you're wrong, but it's okay. Yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> they are, no, I, what is happening? Again, I, <sighs> hey, no, believe me. Yeah. I, I, I was agonizing over this because I got near the end of the film. I was like, really? It's not like I'm against, I'm against dark humor. And I'm not, of you know, course I'm not. not. I, no. So I'm, of course so not. So near the end, I was like, why isn't this funny? And I, that's why I had to delve deep into this. And I, again, a lot of it I think it has to do with this film does not maintain a tone. And it's, it's very common with a lot of 70s exploitation films because they're working on a gorilla budget. This was the shot for $3 million and it was shot gorilla style. Um, there, there, there's no time for ad-libbing. You're, you're scripting these scenes and you're filming them. What's that's interesting 100%. is this movie cost $3 million for the 70s. I feel that that's high for some reason. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like I feel like they made Aliens for like 7 to $10 million. Aliens was $30 million. Was it 30 Yeah. What was Star they, Wars they, then? Maybe I'm thinking Star Wars was like 7 to 10 and they cut their budget in half because because he was because Cameron was a uh, genius with that stuff. Cameron, no, Ridley Scott. That's how you got in you trouble with I mean. Avatar. You know what I mean. I know what you mean, but the world doesn't. <laughs> They're both overrated. How about that? I Alien. Can't tell them apart. I love Alien. No, yeah, I mean the directors, not the films. Oh, the directors are overrated. Yes, I yeah. mean, believe me, actually, they they have they have their 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 quote unquote masterpieces. The, the first Alien, by the way, is overrated. I, n- I saw one comedian that put it best, and I forget who it was. Overrated by even. what standard, though? I, I'm just about to tell you. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> like, I say a comedian meant, said it best, and I forget who it was. Otherwise, I would I would name where it came from. But he said like the the whole film, like the the first half hour is like real science fiction, uh, space drama, and then right. the next hour is let's play hide and seek. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense, but. Also, in the same exact breath, it makes sense. Uh, it, come on, dude. Uh, it's no, a, it's a, films don't make sense. That's why we have suspension of disbelief. It doesn't have to make sense, but sometimes you, you have to you have to choose a line. 
You have to figure out what you're doing. Yeah. And you have to stay consistent in that. That that was my only complaint with this. That and Bill Cosby's a dirty rapist. <laughs> so real, real quick. So since we're talking about that, um, Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lewis, Jesus Christ, Jerry Seinfeld, he's got it. Um, like a YouTube show or like internet, I forget where it was. I think it's somewhere on the internet uh-huh. called "Getting Coffee in Cars with Comedians." Yeah, S- something yeah, along those lines. Yeah. Well, Norm Macdonald is on the show, um, and he's in the car with Jerry, and he's talking about Bill Cosby. He he asks Jerry Seinfeld if all these allegations. Now, this episode is like from whatever three years ago. He's mm-hmm. like, "Do you think all these allegations is going to hurt?" Bill Cosby's, you know, credibility, career, and all that, and Jerry Seinfeld just flat out says, "Yeah, I think it will." And Norm Macdonald starts talking about Patton Oswalt. He goes, "I had this conversation with Patton Oswalt, and Patton Oswalt, you know, is telling me it's like, you know, uh, with Bill Cosby, you know, with the, the, you know, the hypocrisy of it all. I think that's what's going to kill him the most. Uh, that's like the worst thing that he could have." that could have done to himself i'm paraphrasing and then norm mcdonald says i don't agree and jerry seinfeld kind of looks at him funny he goes well what do you mean he goes i think it was all the raping (laughs) (laughs) he's like i think it was all the raping that's gonna hurt him (laughs) but the way norm mcdonald says it the way he tells the story the way he just delivers that line that punchline, is hilarious and it's just kind of like just what Bill Cosby was doing and all these allegations being that way and probably the most famous serial rapist to ever live. Um, he turns something that's so bad into, into something funny in that moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I still remember... Uh, um, God damn it. What? Famous dead comedian. Uh, Bill Hicks? I can't believe I can't think of his name. I, I'm done. I, I drank a little too much tonight. I apologize. White, so or, white or black? White. White. And he's dead. I went to see him live, yeah. And I can't think of his fucking name. Uh, it's going to kill me. Wait, Hedberg? No. No, what? I never saw Hedburn. I didn't know about Hedburn until after he died. Oh. Yeah, he was one of those guys that was like, yeah, I Hedberg. do drugs. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I do drugs. Mitch Hedberg, I believe his name was. Mitch, Mitch Hedberg, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I do drugs, but now I yeah, do I them... Just for creativity. I remember when I first heard his stuff, I remember I I called you or something uh, before texting was big. And I was like, dude, I just heard this comedian. I got to, we got to find some stuff. Mitch Hedberg. You're like, he's been dead. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Where have you been? I don't know. He died. I think at that time when you talked to me, it's like, he's been dead for like a half a decade. Yeah. (laughs) He's been dead for years. He OD'd because he was a heavy drug user. And he went on to say that, yeah, I still do drugs, but I only do it recreationally and for creativity purposes. And it's like, yeah, obviously you didn't. Yeah. Trying to be real creative that night and OD'd. Hey, 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 cut him some slack. Uh, Sure, sure. But. He's dead. What is he going to do? I mean, still, it's not, you know. Listen. You got to beat up on him he, it's not yeah, like that, he was he was doing all yeah. the hard stuff that he was, was the doing punishment. all the bad stuff yeah, and, and and so and and a bad thing happened to him because of it he's kind of like paid the karmic dues i'm trying to, to, to think of what now bill, bill cosby raped a bunch of women now he's out scot-free saying oh i've always denied the charges like oh you you <laughs> you, you leonard part seven coming up there you go who is this dead comedian I, like was he prominent in the seventies? Oh no, yeah, it's, it's he's huge. In the sixties, George Carlin. George, George Carlin. Carlin. Okay. See, Jesus, see, that's the name I couldn't fucking remember. George Carlin. Okay. Yeah, I, and I was only mentioning because, I, and I think it was in his, uh, it was one of his shows in the nineties where he does a whole thing on on how rape is funny. Rape is funny. <laughs> yeah, he's like they say they say oh you can't make fun of rape rape is funny and then he went on to do ten minutes of the funniest rape material you've ever heard. <laughs> You know, because <laughs> there's funny and there's not funny. You know, right. this one, not funny rape. <laughs> uh, frenzy, frenzy, funny rape. Ooh. Come ooh. on. <laughs> no, no, what did he say? Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, my God. Next was... time you have. 
next time you make love to your wife, go do this. Lovely. Yeah, that's no, nah, it's not gonna fly. <laughs> no. Oh man, I'm making myself nauseous. Yeah. All right, so we're finished with Mother Jugs and Speed. What are, what are you gonna make me watch? You said I, you sounded like it was a fun thing. Uh, I wouldn't say it's fun. It's a classic. Okay. Um, and I I just looked it up because I couldn't remember. I I just know Dustin Hoffman made a movie about the comedian, but I I was gonna say Lenny Bruce. That was gonna be the next comedian, but we you got it. You said it. You remembered it was George Carlin. Right. Um, okay, so this film, we're obviously staying in 1976. The way the format works is if I felt we were done with 76, I'd move us to 1977. We are not done with 1976. Um, although I do, I cannot wait to get out of the 70s. Uh, I can't wait to get into the 80s because the 80s are going to be so much fun. I don't know if we're ever going to leave the 80s. Well, we've already reviewed a lot of films in the 80s. We did, and it's a matter of, like, do we want to review these other tinier smaller movies do we want to not waste time but do like do we even want to bother well and that's why that's why we kind of you know we weigh into it i can tell you right here right now uh 1980s uh we reviewed 92 films from the 80s 92 huh 92 in the entire 1980s holy shit that's a lot and that and that's that's not just mentioning that's like specifically that's the theme of the show Yeah, uh, and that's the that's next to 2010. That's the highest month. Like in the 70s, we've only reviewed 31 films from the 70s. Wow. And you know what? That's only because we just went to this format. Right. It was lower before then. Yeah, it was probably uh, under 10. Yeah. So um, we're so we're gonna bypass our 2010 pretty quickly if we do uh, uh, 1980s. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, oh real, real. I got a real real quick capsule review for you. Sure. Um. You know that new George Romero film that was unearthed? Like, there's like, oh, a classic George Romero film that he shot and it's been restored and we've thought lost. Have you seen anything about no, that? No, I haven't. Really? All right, well, look it up. Uh, I've already watched it, and I'll, I'll just sum it up for you. It's shit. <laughs> Is it a zombie movie? Horror? No. F- it's horror it's, film it's, at all? Apparently, a, an amusement park hired him to shoot a film to advertise the park, and he shot this weird-ass horror thing with an old guy being bludgeoned. Oh, and it's 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 just it's no it's and I don't I, I don't know I forget what year it was made and like if it was uh you know what part of his career it's not a good film it's it, as far as like a um a curiosity yeah great I'm gonna keep it but it, it's just as mediocre as as most of Roger as George Romero's career was. How long was this? Was it a feature length film? Uh, it's or, like an hour. It's an hour. Yeah, was it the Iron City ass kickers? No, no, no. Because no. I'm looking at his 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 IMDb, um, and it doesn't even mention anything like that. Unless unless they put it like let's say he did it in 1983. Like if I look at his IMDb and it goes all the way back to when he actually filmed it, not when it was released. No, it's going to be the time he made it. The um, amusement park. That's it. So that's 1973. It was the same year he directed The Crazies. Yeah, uh, it, it's garbage. I, I, it's, it, if it was a student film, it'd be great. And I mean, if, 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 it, if, it was a, if it was like a bunch of kids doing something on their own, it would have been like, oh, this is awesome. I, you know, they pulled this together. The fact that it's a guy that's already made, making films, right. and this is what he cranked out, no wonder they didn't want it released. I, 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 I feel like I'm getting equal parts easier on films and harsher on films they gave it a 4k it, restoration yeah it was worth every frame no <laughs> it was released june 8th 2021 it's 54 minutes long yeah wow interesting i'll watch it, it. it no, i'm not saying don't watch it but i'm just saying don't expect much <sighs> trailer the amusement park is the scariest film romero ever made yeah, I mean, of course, they have to say that because they're trying to sell yeah. it in some way. I, I I actually like a lot of what Shudder does. This is not one of them. <laughs> well, so what are you what are you what are you challenging me to here? All right, so this? it's uh, we're in 1976. We're staying there, right? Yeah, uh, it's a classic. It's an absolute classic. Is um, the, is the lead star a rapist? Uh, no. Okay. No. Um, 
Is there rape in the film? The fact you have to think about it is a warning sign. No, well, uh, no, I, well, listen, I've seen the movie a ton of times and I'm trying no. to remember. Is there it, even it, anything that alludes to someone trying to even get something right. over uh, on let's, somebody in that way? Let's be fair. I'm going to say no. Of course there is. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, right. and if it is, it's it's going to be one of those things where it might be attempted and then stopped. So because it's not that kind of movie. Give me something. All right. Um, let's see. What could I give you? I mean, I can give you the director, but well, you might not get it if I give you the director because he's made so many movies. Here, let me do this. It did have a remake in 2005 but hmm, let me give you the main actor the number one star well you won't know by his name it's Austin Stoker um, but oh I know you know what it is I think so give me a hint well actually let me take a stab in the dark um, who can kill a child no Ah, fuck. No. So going for a long shot. All right. So it takes place in a police precinct. Oh, I know this. It should ju- That should be enough right there, but I can give you a little more. Mm-hmm. There is... It's not Fort Apache, the Bronx. No. No. That's Ass- a different year. There is uh, assault involved. It just gave you a piece of oh. the title. Is this Assault on Precinct 13? Of course it is. We haven't done that already? No. Let me bring up my chart. Hold on. Bring it up, but I'm positive we haven't done it. Again, the only films we've done in 1973, no, 76. We haven't done any films from 76. No, yes, we have. Hang on a second. This is all fucked up. I got to sort by year. Nineteen seventy-six. We've reviewed JD's Revenge, Ape, Bugsy Malone, God Told Me To, Death Machines. You are correct. We have not reviewed it formally. I have obviously seventy-six is just teeming with potential uh, as far as movie reviews. I had I had a backup, but I won't need it. I'll probably do it after next week. Salt and Precinct Thirteen. That's a fun one. It is a fun one, and it's I classic. Have, I already have I already have my memes made for that. Yeah, it's a Sir, classic. You. No, shut up. Save it for next week. Okay. (laughs) I was talking to me, not you. Yeah. Um, It's a John Carpenter, obviously, uh, directed film. It's an absolute classic. Uh, John Carpenter, I mean, there was a point in time where he stopped making good films. You know? Ghost of Mars. What was the movie he made? What was the movie he made right before Ghost of Mars? Vampires. That's was where that would straddle the line. It was that like, right, was it's not good, but it was it, fun. Yeah. I, you know, it, like this is the kind of stuff I can't do anymore. It's like on Facebook, I've had people that I know that like films. They invite me to these film, like like Joe Bob Briggs's film group. But then they, everybody's post shit, and I don't want to get in arguments online. It's yeah. just not fun. <laughs> and I, then so, like you see someone post a line like uh, they post like just just to get someone to talk about it. Say. Ghost of Mars is not the, not a bad film that you not the, as bad as the film you thought it was. I'm like, yes, it was, but I'm not have to weigh in on that because I'm right. So move on. <laughs> Just that, that's an actual title I saw recently. It was like Ghost of Mars was not John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars was not a bad film. Here's why. I'm like, no, no, you already lost the conversation. Yeah, no, I, I I get those posts all the time just because people just I don't know. I, 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 I'm done. Me. I'm done with social media. It is clickbait. But, um, I'll go on there just to kind of see what's happening for like five or ten minutes, and by, then by the time I'm done, I'm just annoyed. I'm like, I don't know why I even bothered. And it's uh, every time I do it. I, I just go on to talk to friends and piss off relatives. That's really the only reason well, to go, go on anymore. That's the most fun. Yeah. But I thought, uh, I, thought I, I thought I had one of them uh, blocking me last week. It almost happened. Like, almost. Like, like I was like, I, I kept checking for like a three days to see if he unfriended me. Like no, damn it! He has a glutton for punishment. Just All right, give me more, give me more. Yeah, nice boat, Dick. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Salt and Precinct Thirteen, excellent. I might even get yeah. Mayor to be able to watch this one with me. And that's why you're asking about doing the uh, the remake. 
talked about that too. Yeah, I did mention it uh, earlier because you know, you know it, it's it's Honestly, one of those. Yeah. Even if even if we're even if we were going to review the remake, it's it's like I'm so un, un uninterested in reviewing the remake. It was I've seen it. I've seen I it too. Have, and I have it because I'm I'm a, I'm you know I'm a completist when it comes to my film collections, but. It's just it has nothing to offer. It's it's like some of this, you know those remakes where it's like like the Hitcher remakes. It's, not only did you not need to do this, but you didn't even do it right. Yeah. Yeah. I, like uh, like I still haven't seen the remake of the In Laws for that Ooh. same reasons. Like I know you didn't do it right. Yeah. You know you can't cap you can't capture 1970s lightning in a bottle. You know what's interesting? Um, I got a new screen for outside, new projector and a new screen, mm-hmm. and. Um, Mare's birthday's coming up, and we're going to show a movie outside. She doesn't know any of this, um, but she, cool. she wants to show an 80s film. But the thing is, I know she wants carte blanche with that. She wants to show the film, but it's like, we're going to have people over, and I want to show them something that they might actually enjoy. Right. And I know, my if if I can do it, I would absolutely show the original Hitcher from 1986 with Rucker Hauer and C. Thomas Howell. Mm-hmm. Because it is one of the best films to come out of the 80s. And it's one of those films that... You know how they always have those stupid memes? This is the best film you've never seen? The Hitcher yeah. might be the best film you've never seen. There's so many people that have I have never seen it. Guaranteed. Yeah. And it well, is getting- so well made. I'm getting used to that now that I'm older. I mean, I, now that I'm like almost 50, I, again, I, I stopped reacting now when coworkers are like, I've never heard of that film. So it's, dude. Yeah. It is. And yeah. we're not talking obscure stuff. I'm not a dick. It's I'm like, talking about what people. You, what do you mean you haven't seen De La Morte, De La More? Like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm talking about there. people that are generally in our age group. Yeah. I know they think. haven't seen The Hitcher. I talked to someone today that's our age. Uh-huh. You know, he's our age. And I was talking to him about the 1986 film with Rucker Howard and C. Thomas Howell called The Hitcher. And I was like, have you ever seen that? He goes, no, I've never seen that. I've never even heard of it. Well, because some people don't make watching films their job, Joey. We're listen, not normal. Listen, We're not normal. I saw that on Cinemax when I was 10 years old. Doesn't mean you're normal. Oh, I'm definitely not fucking normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's funny. I got into a conversation very, very recently, uh, only maybe a couple of months ago, and we were talking about movies. And I was with a bunch of people that you the the group of people that I was with you would consider to be eclectic and whatnot, and they hadn't seen any of the weird shit that I've seen. And we're talking about all this stuff, and I'm like, I- I've seen some pretty fucking weird shit. And I started ramp- I've, seen some- I've seen some some shit, and. I start rambling off some of the movies, you know, and they're like, I've never heard of that, never heard of that, never heard of that. And to me, it's like, it's not that I'm surprised that you've never seen it, but I'm surprised that you at least have never heard of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there, I, I just rambled off at least five different movies. I'm like, oh, yeah, you ever see that? No, I never even heard of that. Well, it's yeah. like, you're, you're well, my age. You, like, you should at least have known uh, what well, this movie is. Normal people like only know like one or two films a year because they just don't care about most of the time, and you know it's just they're not, we, they don't, they they don't push themselves to actually watch stuff they don't want to watch. Yeah, that's the, again, we're not normal. <laughs> no, no, it's funny because whenever I go to a, a site to do work, sometimes they have these um, <laughs> they have these machines where you can stand in front of it; it'll take your temperature. And instead of it saying something like your temperature is normal, it'll it'll just tell me it says you are normal. And I'm like, no, I'm not. But I'll take the temperature reading, thank you. That's funnier than your reaction. Are you okay? I'm sorry. I I, I made the mistake of glancing at comments on YouTube. I mean, you want to talk about ruining me ruining a joke earlier? I mean, I, no, I apologize. That's no, it's 100 percent on me. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I think we I think we should wrap up. I, I think so. Oh, I hear voices saying. Those, <sighs> you, you know, they in my head or. It's no, it's my children being oh, okay. yelled at because, you know, they'll sit and watch TV with the remote, and lose it while they're watching TV. 
don't yeah. even know how that's possible. Oh, yeah, I do. I have the remote. When I put on something that I want to see, I take the remote and I put it down. Like on like the ottoman or just like the coffee table. Mm-hmm. But, but my children, like they're yelling right now about not finding the remote because my son's show is playing and he can't turn it off. It's just like, this is what I'm going to, look, when we're done recording, this is what I'm going to go deal with. Good luck with that. It's like, fuck me, man. And when my children are old enough to listen to this podcast, they're going to hear that and they're going, holy shit, let me go apologize to dad right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. It's like, dad, I am so sorry. I heard episode 347 of Movie Sucktastic. Where it's like, I, did I really used to, yes, you really used to do that. Ridiculous. All right, let's end this. All right, everybody. As always, thank you for joining us for another episode of Movie Sucktastic. You can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can listen or download the show there. You can go to our iTunes and you can listen or download the show there as well. Just do a search for Movie Movie Sucktastic. You can you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com/moviesucktastic and you can just see everything that we post there as well. You can leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, it's 908-514-4470. If you want the Android app for your Android device, go to moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk. Or download your favorite podcast app, do a search for Movie Sucktastic, and we come up there too. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Yeah, Bill Cosby's a dirty rapist. Uh, and on that note... We'll see you next week. The Putin pops. <laughs> the Putin pops. Ay, ay, ay. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Putin pops. <laughs>